Is there hope for believers living in these last days? Find out what God's Word says on today's episode of A View from the Wall. Join I Am A Watchman Ministries Managing Editor Joe Kerr with co-host Dylan Burroughs, bringing you a fascinating discussion regarding the importance of Bible prophecy and Christian living today as it relates to our responsibility as believers to be watchmen. This is A View From The Wall. Welcome to A View From The Wall. I'm Dylan Burroughs here with Joseph Kerr, and we're honored to join you today. We are blessed to bring you a variety of top guests on many Christian topics on this show, but one of our favorites is our friend Jan Markell. Let me describe a little bit about Jan's ministry before we begin for those who are unfamiliar. Jan is the founder and director of Olive Tree Ministries and host of Understanding the Times, a national talk radio show heard nationally and internationally on over 800 stations. She has authored eight books and written over 300 articles, and her books have sold more than half a million copies. Jan, we're delighted you could join us here today. Welcome back to A View from the Wall. Oh, thank you for having me, gentlemen. uh, I always appreciate the work you folks are doing. Uh, We appreciate you, and you've been such an inspiration from the start of our ministry, and so it's always a pleasure to be with you. But as we talk about the topics of our time and of the last days as well, we see in your newsletter and your radio program many headlines in recent months that have talked about a couple of themes, and we're talking about this idea of the complacent church as well as this idea of the remnant believer or the remnant church, and we want to encourage people with this. Tell us a little bit about what the remnant church or what remnant believers are as we begin today. I I think that's a good question, and I think it might be difficult to come up with a a, a real firm answer, but I, I started using that term, oh, three, four, five years ago when I saw there were two kinds of Christians attending church. And I don't mean to denigrate anybody, but I, I didn't see a solid commitment to much of anything. I saw them not as really wanting to grow in their faith and, and certainly not wanting to understand the times or be watchmen on the wall because the times were too scary for them. And so the default would be to just sort of shrink back, not understand the times, and um, be more comfortable with with some pablum coming from a pulpit instead of a pastor who would really uh, try to give them the truth of our times. And so those wanting the truth of our times, I began calling remnant believers. Not only did they want the truth of our times, but they wanted to better understand current events from a biblical perspective. And instead they were getting, oh, again, I don't want to put any pastor down, but they were getting things that were uh, maybe for infant Christians or new Christians, but not for uh, the particular believers who wanted to understand what on earth is happening. And you you folks and I deal with what on earth is happening from a biblical perspective, But I'm finding that the percentage of Christians, it's hard to say what the percent would be, but I don't think it's more than 10%, are really digging deeper. So are there some pulpits that are willing to dig deeper? Yes. But again, all of this, both the pastor and people would be in the vast, vast minority. I'm glad you put it the way you did, Jan, because we look at the church, and that is God's 
mechanism for sharing the gospel in these last days, according to the New Testament. So we see that there is a function for the church. In many cases, the remnant, like you said, is a percentage of the larger church, church meaning the, the body of Christ. So what is the function of the remnant in that larger body of Christ? If they are that small percentage and not the woke, but they want to have an impact, and they're people who are listening to programs like yours and programs like ours, they want to do something. They know that they represent a small percentage of the body. What is their function in the last days? What should the remnant be doing? <laughs> well, they, 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 they should be spreading the truth. Um, the Bible says we're to occupy until he comes. We're to keep on keeping on. And I think the most, one of the most important things that remnant believers can do is if they know the truth, talk about it, get excited about it. And, and here's the problem. Most of them are. It's just that what they're telling people is falling on deaf ears. And I'm talking to fellow Christians, and it's still falling on deaf ears. And that is... Again, I go back to what I said minutes ago. The truth of our times is too frightening for a lot of people, for a lot of Christians. And therefore, they want the sugar-coated candy-type uh, messages, and, and they can't handle the truth. And I don't say that to put anybody down, because I understand that what's going on in our world today, even to some believers, can be terrifying. What's going on in our world today, we, we have a medical situation, the, the COVID and the injection. And what if it's come down to, if you don't get the vaccination, you don't get any service of any kind. That is happening in certain countries in Europe. And is that coming to the Western world? Absolutely. I mean, I don't think we know how bad, but point is, it's terrifying to some people. And it's better for them to run in the other direction and not deal with reality. But I think uh, the remnant has to keep talking about reality and understand that they're going to get rejected by many, uh, but not to keep silent. Well, that's well said. And there's one verse that keeps coming to my mind recently. It's Ephesians 5.16 that talks about making the most of every opportunity because the days are evil. And I mention that because a lot of us talk about making the most of every opportunity, but there's that other half that people leave out. The days are evil. There's a reality there that the times are becoming more difficult, but we don't despair. We instead act and we do all we can to occupy until he comes, as you talked about earlier. And as we finish up this segment, we've got about a minute or so left. Talk a little bit about what it means to make the most of every opportunity when the persecution is becoming more intense around us. Well, I'll tell you, if a door opens, go through it. If a conversation... <laughs> happens and a door opens in the conversation, go through it. I would be careful about beating a door down. I don't think that's probably wise because there are so many people, and I've referred to this now a couple of times, who are terrified about our times and about what's being required. As we speak, we have people who are losing employment uh, because of COVID issues. That means they're losing their income that means they're looking at uh, not being able to provide for for the basics in life. So these are tough times. I mean, the Bible never said the last days would be easy, never promised anything but perilous times for the last days, and that we would be dealing with people who have a depraved mind, Romans 1. So the only thing good about the last days 
is that our time on this wicked planet is coming to a close, and I believe very soon. Amen. Well, we do have our blessed hope to look forward to. We want to talk more about that as well as some of the things that will happen in these last days when we return with Jan Markell. Stick with us. We'll be back with more on A View from the Wall. From I Am a Watchman Ministries, here's today's I Am a Watchman Minute. The antidote to fear is trust. When trust in God fills our minds, fear cannot fill our hearts. Trust, believe that God is working out His perfect plan for you and for this world. When things were difficult for me, God led me to this verse in Psalm 27. I would have lost heart unless I believed that I would see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. The verse reminds me that God is working, that I can and should have hope, that I can and will see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living if I look with eyes of faith. Trust God when times are good and when they're not. Believe He has a plan, that He is our hope, and that He is coming again. Be bold. Be faithful. Be a watchman. Iamawatchman.com Jesus is coming again in an event known as the Rapture. You may be ready, but are your friends and family spiritually prepared for the coming of the Lord? We've created a new resource to help you help them. It's called the Rapture Kit. Rapture Kits are designed to help believers reach out to those lost before the Rapture and provide spiritual and practical information for those still here afterwards. Included in the Rapture Kit is a wealth of information on what the Rapture is and how to prepare for what is to come. The Rapture Kit also includes several Bibles, eBooks, audio and video sermons on prophecy, apologetics, the Christian walk and discipleship material, all preloaded on a 32 gigabyte flash drive. Warn the lost about the coming Rapture and help individuals in the post-Rapture world be drawn to Christ, equipping them to become the next generation of Christ followers and ministry leaders. Learn more and order at rapturekit.org. Welcome back to A View from the Wall. As we continue our conversation with Jan Markell today, we want to get into some of the events that happen in Bible prophecy, maybe some of the things that are even unfolding today. One thing that I find insightful are Jan Markell's articles that she shares. They're online at olivetreeviews.org. And one that has become popular is this theme, I never thought I would see the day when. And it offers several bullet points of things that she did not expect to see happen in her lifetime, but yet are part of our lives today. I'll give you just a couple of these. One is the National Day of Prayer. It happens each May here in our country. And this year, uh, they were not allowed to have any kind of event at the U.S. Capitol. And strikingly, our president of our nation avoided the use of God's name entirely in his statement on the National Day of Prayer. That was a fascinating omission for many Christians who saw that that day. Another one is that there would be people who would be non-vaccinated, who would be considered non-deployable and increasingly non-employable, whether you're talking about military service, whether you're talking about where you work, especially in the medical field. Uh, the changes continue to increase almost daily. Jan, talk a little bit about some of the themes you're seeing lately and what they mean for us as believers. Well, I think one word that keeps surfacing all the time now, and that's the word wokeism or yes. woke. 
Um, and I just did a program titled When Your Church Awakens to Wokeness. <laughs> and th- this is the new mantra, that, that word and that whole theme. And, uh, and unless somebody or a church or a business or a ministry is woke, um, I, I, I guess we're just out of it if we're not. Now, what does that mean? And, and somebody wrote me an email and said, you know, well, just what does that word mean? They had been out of church a year. This was really when the whole pandemic was raging, and now it's starting to rage again. But churches had been shut down for months to even a year. And then they finally opened, and folks went back to their church, and uh, all of a sudden the pulpit changed. And suddenly the messages were about social justice, um, social gospel, critical race theory, and so what what replaced the gospel was all about skin color and apologizing for whiteness. And now these are evangelical pulpits. I'm sorry, this is not okay. And shame on the white people because everything must cater to the black culture. Now, okay, we can cater to the black culture, but is that what the Bible asks us to talk about as the times are are winding down and the time to share the gospel may be shorter and shorter every day. And uh, But this is wokeness in the church, and it's a tragedy, and it's the new apostasy. I mean, obviously the social gospel has been part of the apostasy, but to have a pastor get in the pulpit and say, shame on us white folks, we need to be catering to the whole black culture where do you find this in the Bible? It isn't there, because the Bible says we're all one race. So why are we even talking about this from the pulpit? So I never thought I would live to see the day, and I've been in the church for easily a half a century. I never thought I would see the day when the pulpits would get this perverted. As we talk about this big, broad subject of the last days, one of the topics we can't get around is the nation of Israel, how our country interacts with the nation of Israel, what the church's application is. Let's talk about Israel for just a few minutes, Jan. Well, remember, gentlemen, we just lost the most pro-Israel president Israel has had in her 73 years, and that would have been Donald Trump, which doesn't mean his policies were absolutely perfect towards Israel. They weren't. But having said that, he was without a doubt the most pro-Israel president in her history. And in his mind, he was doing what he felt uh, would be the best for Israel. And we can argue that the deal of the century was not the deal of the century. We can argue all of that. That's not the point. I believe his heart and his intent was to be a blessing to Israel. Where he fell down was, I think, he turned the policy-making over to Jared Kushner, who's as blind as a bat leftist, to be honest. And then Kushner messed, messed things up. But that that's not my point here. My point is the Trump administration's intentions were to bless Israel. Now, we have a new administration, and I can assure you that this administration would be a complete carbon copy of the Obama administration and the Clinton and the a Carter administration, and that would be to do as much damage to the nation of Israel and the people of Israel as possible. And remember, when when governments take this policy of harming Israel, as the current one is doing, there are causes to that, and it's spelled out in Genesis twelve three. 
that the nation or the individual or the ministry or whatever is, is going to be suffering a curse. And I think some of the tragic things going on in our nation in just a few months since the Biden administration can be tied back to Israel and their utter hatred of, of God's covenant land. And they're wanting now to cater to the invented people called Palestinians. Um, so I'm concerned. I'm just concerned that America is going to continue to decline be, in part. Again, it's only in part because of a warped policy that we now have towards the nation of Israel. Well, it goes back also to you mentioned that in one of your statements, only 6% of evangelical Christians in America now hold to a biblical worldview. And that certainly has some kind of impact, not just on relations with Israel, but on all kinds of issues. Talk a little bit about that. Right. I think that might have been a Lifeway poll, and I'm going by memory here, but I believe they did a poll recently, at least within the last year or two, and found that... um, which is an astounding number. Only 6% of Christians actually hold a biblical worldview. I'm going to trust their accuracy at this point, and and there's no way I can verify their accuracy, but uh, for the sake of discussion, let's say that it's, let's say it's 10%. Let's say 15% of Christians, so-called professing Christians, and I don't mean uh, the Mormons or, or, or somebody who are holding to very liberal theology, but biblical Christians have, so few have a biblical worldview. Well, do we wonder why the church is falling apart? Do we wonder why America is falling apart? So I'm very concerned about things like this. And, and again, maybe it's not 6%, maybe it's 10%, who knows? But very few are carrying the banner of truth anymore if this is the case and i think this is a terrifying number i think uh, every christian should be concerned if this is true and i believe it is well and as you said even if it's somewhat close in accuracy it's concerning for all christians in our country and we have to take a break but we'll be right back with more here on a view from the wall jan markell stick with us The Bible predicts the rapture of the church is coming. Are you ready? Soon many will be caught up to meet the Lord in the air. Only they will escape the dark days that are coming, a time of tribulation that will usher in the Antichrist and great destruction upon the entire earth. There's only one escape, one way, one light, one truth. His name is Jesus. He came and died so that we may live forever with Him. But to receive this new life, there are three things we must do. The ABCs of salvation. A. Admit you're a sinner and that you need a Savior. Ask for forgiveness and receive His grace. B. Believe that Jesus is the Son of God, that He came, lived, died, rose again, and will come again. Believe that He is Lord and God. C. Commit to walk His path the path He wants you to walk, and walk it out by faith. Then you'll be ready for the return of the Lord. To learn more about the rapture and how to know for sure, visit amiraptureready.org.
Welcome back to A View from the Wall. In our final segment today with Jan Markell, we want to talk a little bit about the blessed hope we have in Jesus Christ, as well as some applications and challenges for us as watchmen and watchwomen in these last days. And Jan, it would be easy only to look at a bleak picture of the last days as we've been talking about some of the concerns we have with our country, its treatment toward Israel, its lack of a biblical worldview. But that's not all there is. The Bible also talks about our blessed hope. Talk a little bit about how can believers be hopeful in these difficult times? Well, I think for all of us who talk about current events, we can never end on a negative note because we have the most positive, hopeful news there is. And it's all outlined in portions of Scripture, and that is the King is coming again. And the hour is terribly late. Jesus said that there was a time when he would be returning for his bride. His bride is outlined in the Bible as his church. And he's coming again for his bride, and he's going to call her home. And I believe that is literally... And since the new administration in Washington, it just seems like everything is ramped up. Therefore, I believe that return could literally be today or tomorrow. Now, again, all we can do is look at some of the signs the Bible told us to look to, and we've we've talked about some of them. So here's the thing. We need to, if anybody's listening and doesn't know if they are a part of the Bride of Christ, the way you become a part of the Bride of Christ is to ask the Lord Jesus, who is reigning and ruling in heaven at this point, but he's going to come back and reign and rule on earth during the millennium, to become the Lord and Savior of your life. And that's what I encourage any believer who doesn't know that for sure to do here before we even finish the program, because I believe time as we know it is running out, and we need to make every minute count now, because we are literally running out of time. Jan, let's make this the last minute count for the watchmen and women who follow this program and this ministry and yours. We like to have a word of encouragement and challenge for our watchmen and women as we wrap the program today. So speak to our watchmen and women. What should they be doing, thinking, and how should they be functioning in these last days? Uh, Well, keep proclaiming the gospel. Keep telling the truth. Keep presenting Jesus at every opportunity that you can, and the fact that time is running out. I really encourage folks, and I know that that, that can be met with scoffing and scorning and, and, and be, being made fun of and things like that, but don't let that discourage you. Just keep telling the truth that time as we know it will run out. Therefore, don't delay. Make that decision for eternity today. Uh, we're in a countdown to eternity, and, and time as we know it is running out. And that's what the Bible talks about all throughout, particularly the New Testament. So let's make it count, Whatever, whether we have weeks left, days left, hours left, let's make it count for eternity. Definitely. And one thing I'd like to encourage our listeners with today is to check out the ministry of Jan Markell at olivetreeviews.org. Jan, tell our listeners who may not be familiar with your ministry what they could find there and how you can help them in their walk with the Lord. Well, thank you. And I encourage folks, if they're looking for another radio program um, or YouTube presentation that talks about our times, Understanding the Times Radio, which is posted, uh, we have 900 radio stations now, but we also have online presence. Um, Many times we can't post to YouTube because we know they're going to take it down. Anything we talk about that's going to be sensitive. 
Uh, but every, all programming is posted to our website on Friday, olivetreeviews.org. And uh, we have loved to feature I Am a Watchman and particularly the uh, little jump drive that you present. We have oh, sold yes, tons the rapture of those. Kit, yes. Yeah, the rapture kit is so timely. Um, so that encourage folks to tap into that for any of their loved ones who might be left behind. Because, again, we've been talking about that for several minutes here. If we're running out of time, they have loved ones who are going to be left behind. And we need to be thinking about them as well, because some people are, they're not going to make that decision for eternity until the tribulation, but there's still an opportunity during that time to get saved. So uh, that's why we love your product. Well, we appreciate the encouraging words, and we are so blessed to be connected with you as well and all the work that you do. And again, olivetreeviews.org, such a wealth of information to equip you in these last days, whether it's Bible prophecy, whether it's some of the topics we face as a society today. We certainly want to encourage you to check them out. And Jan, we appreciate you being with us and giving us a little bit of your time today. And as we wrap up our time together if you wouldn't mind to take just a moment to pray a blessing over those who are listening today to encourage them in their walk with God today. Holy Father, I do pray that in some very unique way you would encourage every listener. And with every individual, their needs are so different, and, and you know exactly what it takes to encourage and edify a believer, and particularly if they're walking through a dark tunnel right now, as many, many are inspire and encourage each one in your own unique way and let them let them go through the end of this day um, thanking and praising you for the wonderful ways in which you are edifying and encouraging them in your own unique way. We just thank you for your creativity in this realm and we thank you that um, somebody today who's extremely down and discouraged is going to be by the end of the day tremendously uplifted and encouraged so we thank you for the miracle of eternal life we ask these things in jesus name amen amen and if you listen today and you've been blessed we encourage you to reach out to us again at iamawatchman.com you can also sign up for the latest e-newsletter download many of our free resources and connect with us to help you in your spiritual journey thanks for being with us and join us here next time on a view from the wall A View from the Wall, in association with I Am a Watchman Ministries, exists to equip a worldwide audience with biblical truth, sharing it with others, and being prepared for Christ's imminent return. The team seeks to encourage, inspire, and equip watchmen for such a time as this. For information about the ministry and upcoming events, visit IamAWatchman.com. A View from the Wall is made possible by the team of dedicated pastors, editors, and the many contributors of I Am A Watchman Ministries. To support our efforts, give online at IamAWatchman.com and click on the donate button. Thanks for listening and join us again next time on A View from the Wall.